I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is a Friends with Friends podcast, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And we are here with Vanessa. Hi, everyone. I'm Vanessa. I'm a newest Friends fan. Um, started watching during quarantine, and here we are. Turned here we into are. a podcast. <laughs> oh God, like seven months later. <laughs> it's quarantine. a start. And Jason. Hello, I'm the OG. We're on episode 80. That's pretty big. Yes. We're yes. getting there. We're getting there. I'm 236. We're on 80, the one where Chandler crosses the line. This is season four, episode seven. It premiered November 13th, 1997, with 26.35 million viewers. Vanessa, want to tell us what happened? Of course. So we find out about Ross's sound, but Phoebe is the only one who appreciates it. Chandler and Joey's friendship is tested with a major betrayal involving Kathy. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But first, okay, my favorite part of this episode is Ross's quote, unquote, sound. I loved that part. I was just, I don't know. I feel like I have a tendency to laugh at the stupidest things. And this is one of them. It's hilarious. I I loved it. I had to rewind it several times because Ross is just so into what he's doing. He's into his music, you know, and it just, it's, it's so good. He's just so proud of it. And it's like, it's great. It's I'm really great. Even thinking about it, I'm cracking up because it's ridiculous. And like his face when he makes like the thong thong, like it just any little sound. He's like so into it. It's almost like a wannabe DJ, but on a piano. No, no, I don't get it. Well, what's so funny about it is, is he's such the logical you know, one of all the group. And so, you know, have everything has to make sense and have a reason and, and science behind it. And then he has this crazy musical thing. It shows that actually he and uh, the similarities between he and, and Phoebe, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he calls it wordless sound poems. So it's perfect. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. Chandler calls it really bitchin'. Monica thought it was terrific. Rachel says you should play in pu- public. And Phoebe, <laughs> the only one who really meant what she said, was like, loved wow. it. Thought it was moving. Yeah, yeah. it's just wow, just wow. <laughs> okay, and you know what? It's so funny too. Okay, because you know when we watch com- comedy shows, even on SNL, when they crack character, when they crack, you know, and they can't hold the laughter. I think that's also the funniest part of it because you know this is just ridiculous. And did you see when Ross is first playing his sound in the apartment, like uh, Jennifer Aniston had to put her hand over her mouth, <laughs> and she was like moving her shoulders because she was giggling. Because they all had to be serious and like make a face. It was so good. We, my family actually had a piano like that where it had different sounds and different mm-hmm. preset musical tunes. And I remember when I was younger, I would always play a specific musical tune and I would dance around in the living room to it. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was. So you had your own sound. I had my own sound. I would literally it's like, like sound. Yeah, I would literally get just, I don't know, anything that would hold the keyboard down mm-hmm. and I would just leave it there and then I'd just start dancing around for a while. <laughs> but it's just funny that it's, it's, like you said, it's just Ross and it's the keyboard and he's so into it and he's so excited. Yeah, he's so excited and it's just so out there and ridiculous. I mean, I wonder if it was just like, impromptu like um david schwimmer with the sounds and then everything you know because like he really gets into it he does you know it had to be right he was just improving 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And especially when um they he's playing in Central Park and they mm-hmm. add like the headset with the techno sound on it. <laughs> Something similar what Jason has black, you know, yes. over the ear kind of thing. The um, reverb and the you know, <laughs> yeah, the reverb. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's it's you know there's a, like a clock sound effect, a bomb, and it's electrifying, you know, electrifying. Yes. <laughs> I like the way at the very end he you know points and holds the audience. He goes, and then it's over, and then it's yeah. over. And you know, Phoebe mm. thinks she can't play after him because he's too good to follow. He's just that good oh yeah and then they tell her that he sucks yeah like, oh, unappreciated in his own time yeah but phoebe of course doesn't buy it and she's just like oh you know no i'm, I'm good like it doesn't right mm-hmm. and they tell her that she sucks too and that she doesn't believe it yeah she's no. like you guys suck too <laughs> yeah aren't you sweet yeah oh so it was so great i just loved i I've seen this a million times and I giggle and laugh every single time. This is my favorite part of the episode because the other part of the episode is really sad and, and it's really serious. So I love that they just did this on, like we've always said, another level of ridiculousness. <laughs> I love that they even take it even further because the very last time Ross plays, well, he, he offers not to play again. So Phoebe will continue her mm-hmm. career. He doesn't want to, he wants her to continue doing her music. And then he, you know, performs badly uh, intentionally mm-hmm. so she will you know he bombs intentionally so she'll go back it's hilarious because still sounds just as bad as all the other stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah oh he bombs intentionally and then he and then we don't know we he doesn't tell he doesn't tell them you know he only tells monica or was it rachel on the couch like i did that on purpose <laughs> So yeah, I still thinks he's so good. <laughs> I mean, and, and Monica, I mean, uh, and Phoebe even agrees with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he lost his sound, but he did it. You're right. <laughs> it was just, it was great. But I wonder which one of the writers actually probably did this or experienced this kind of know. musical talent. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe in L.A., you know, or even like some writers are from New York. You go to these open mic nights and then sometimes like you're sitting there because I've had that experience before where it's like open mic nights and this person's just not that great. And you're just like, oh my gosh, what are they doing on stage? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of places like in LA that have that, you know, like Hotel Cafe and all these places. And you're just like, you just can't believe that they they actually think they're good. <laughs> There's a lot of that in town, whether it's musical or acting or otherwise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm sure they experienced it like somewhere, you know, there. So brought it into friends and the helicopter sounds and brought them those. <laughs> yeah, it was a good. Sounds. Like you said, it was a good little storyline. Showed Ross, you know, the serious one. Playing mm. musical tunes. I, I liked it. It's an yeah. opportunity for Ross and, and Phoebe to bond. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they and we see that they don't one thing they don't get along with is the fact about evolution, you know. Oh, yeah. They can't agree on that. And so this is something that is you know, musical talents to bring them together. Well, mm. science in general, Phoebe doesn't really believe in science. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I know, right? So funny. And then this, so because I think what happened with Joey and Chandler, they only had like, because Rachel and Monica 
kind of were on this storyline with Phoebe and Ross. There wasn't really anything else. So the last, the last episode we had multiple, like, you know, Rachel and her crossword and, you know, random. But, like, now this one is only two because the main thing is Ross and, or just Joey and Chandler. I was going to say, there are only two. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting, too, that <laughs> – Rachel has to get one little jab in at Ross when she can. Like, you should totally play in public. <laughs> I thought that was a nice little uh, jab just yeah. to continue their jab. him a little bit, but uh, yeah. it didn't work. No. And then she says, I can't believe I let those hands touch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just like that they continue their jobs. You know, like I said, like if they didn't have the 18 pages, you know, like making it funny. I don't think they could have continued all these jobs throughout the series. So I think that was good too. But um, what's not good is what happens between Joey and Chandler. So let's take a break and then we'll discuss the love triangle there. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're back. So we loved Ross's sound, but what I don't love is this whole triangle with Joey, Chandler, and Kathy. Chandler totally crosses the line, as the episode says, and kisses her. And it's just so sad and so serious and so sad. And it's just, it's heartbreaking because you never have seen them two argue like this. Like, you really feel it. Yeah, but I mean, also, you know, Joey has a date with Casey and Kathy, and Chandler mm-hmm. tells him to pick a lane, and Joey says, who's Elaine? <laughs> so it's kind of like... Joey shouldn't even be going out with two women at the same time. But if they never had the exclusivity like uh, conversation, I guess that's it doesn't make it okay. I wouldn't like that. But I could see how guys can just be like, oh, well, we're not exclusive, you know? So, well, uh, but to Joey, it, it was a- it makes it worse for Chandler too because if you know, not only is Joey dating the woman he's in love with, but he's dating someone else on top of it. Yeah, yeah. And so Chandler sees like a glimmer of hope of like oh, choose Casey, choose Casey, you know? Because he thinks that, like, if they break up, and that was before the kiss, wasn't it? Like, when he was going on the second date? Yeah, that was before the kiss. And so he's trying to get in there and try to pursue, be able to pursue Kathy by telling Joey to choose the other girl. But obviously that doesn't happen. And when Joey's on his date with Casey, that's when Chandler and Kathy actually kiss. So it's quite sad. It's a good kiss too. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like you know Chandler's best kiss. It definitely is shows tension and emotion. And when mm-hmm. she's cutting her hair, it's even you know when when she's cutting his hair, it's it's very intimate. Yeah, intimate. yeah, that's great. Exactly. Yeah, like the, 
the way she looks at him and blows on his hair. And he's like, oh, no. (laughs) You can just feel the little hairs on his arms and his neck. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's like after the last episode about the meaningful gift, like, you know, Kathy now has feelings for him. And Chandler recognizes that, too, because he opened the episode saying, I just saw Kathy naked. And I Mm -hmm. think she has feelings for me, too. So this is where... They both know it and they both act on it. And now it just, you know, betrays Joey and what, what happened. So. Okay. So I thought, the, okay. Talk about that. So when Chandler comes in and says, I just saw Kathy naked and all that. And mm-hmm. then he jumps up on the cal- counter with his bathrobe on. I thought they were going to make the joke then about seeing up his, his mm-hmm. bathrobe. But then I'm like, wait, I think they missed an opportunity. And then after he leaves, everybody goes, you could totally see up his girl. <laughs> yeah, totally see that. So I thought it was a choice that they made to, to not yeah. go for the obvious moment and then bring it back. Well, know, yeah, because he was so distraught. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was so distraught when he came in. He wanted to say a sales line like, yes, we just saw all of you and we can never get over it either or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they let ha- him have his moment. But, I mean, I-, I would never do this to any of my friends. I would never do this at all. And, I mean, Chandler or Joey, Joey's reaction is completely real and, and sad. And it's it sucks. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Joey, you know, confronts Chandler about, hey, did you get all this furniture in the apartment to make up for it? And Chandler mm-hmm. says, doesn't say anything, but he implies that he kind of did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. after, well... The one thing I uh, the magna doodle, the magna doodle in the uh, by the door. It when the first at the beginning of the show episode, it says clean up the duck feathers in the hallway. Trigger. Oh, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> so and this is that, and then after he after Chandler buys the new furniture, it says I love you, man. Oh, He's nice with uh with Joey, mm-hmm. even though he does he feels guilty for what happened, and it's part yeah. of. The- buying all the new furniture and the the entertainment center with the remote controlled doors. Yeah. Yeah. Here's us out of nowhere. That's yeah. the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> my dream is to have a washer and a dryer in my apartment. That's what I'm striving for. <laughs> it's the little things that count. <laughs> that is a better dream, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, my dream aligns with yours to have a laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you have your washer and dryer. The two opposite ends of the garage. Oh my gosh. I have to climb two two stories to go to the top of my building and then use a washer and dryer and have to find quarters and do all that stuff. <laughs> you can always uh, come here. <laughs> I know. I always do bring my washer my my laundry to my friend's house. I'm still there. But anyways. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think also what was sad is that Joey had the conversation with Chandler before Chandler told him he cheated on him says, you know why? Cause you came to me first. And that's what the friends recommended too early on before the kiss. It's like, maybe if you go to him and it's like, Oh, well he should have listened to them. And, but you know what, this wouldn't be a big triangle or wouldn't be a big betrayal and a big, you know, like a hump in the friendship if this didn't happen either. So, but yes, it would not be as big a problem if it had, but, I don't, th- I don't. Do you think he did do that? You think you? I mean, do you think he would have? Yeah, I don't think he would have done that. No, because he's he's just a little too scared. I think Chandler is not as like confrontational and upfront. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think this was probably the second time 
that this kind of felt like soap opera The first time was a big breakup between Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. And now this, the Kathy Chandler, Joey situation when, um, cause even Joey, you know, he, I, I noticed he made like a turn um, to face a TV console and the camera panned to him and just had like, it just, the camera just stayed on his face for a while. And I was like, well, mm. this is very soap opery. Yeah. And then Ch- Joey's line about the whole betrayal, he says, everything in this apartment is tainted, tainted with your betrayal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, you know, a very dramatic, dramatic. line. With <laughs> <laughs> your betrayal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, it, sh- it reminds us that for Joey, it's all about loyalty. It's, that's yeah. the most important thing for Joey. It is, it is. But they did say... They did bring in the chick and the duck. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah so. I love the chick and the duck. The, the yeah. chick's getting big. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's sad, and we'll see what happens. Again, this is just like, this is during sleeps, like you said. This is what it's been leading up to is this big kiss, you know? So now we're going to find out if Chandler and Joey ever, you know, like get uh, forgive them or anything like that, you know. So this is this is continuing on multiple episodes, mm-hmm. but it is sad. Yeah. Did you guys have any favorite lines? Mine is mine. I don't have a line. I just have the whole Ross thing. The whole Ross thing is my favorite part of the episode, and the reaction of the first hearing the first sound like that is that is it. Like the whole sound of everything. That's mine too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love the joy when he reacts and when he realizes that Chandler bought all the stuff to try to make nice. Mm-hmm. His own reaction that this whole room is tainted with <laughs> your betrayal. Yeah, the, dramatic, the most dramatic <laughs> line of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. funny. So. All right, well, coming up in the next episode, Friends with Friends, we find out if Joey and Chandler can get back to being friends or how he handles it, and then how Chandler gets maybe boxed up and Monica reunites with Dr. Richard, or so we think. If you like this episode, subscribe, give us five-star ratings, leave us nice comments. Yes, and follow us on Friends with Friends podcast on Instagram. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye.